0: So that's going. It says we're live, so I think we are. Let's double check. I still don't have a hang-up button, so I think we're good, guys. Uh, Everybody out there on the uh, YouTube side, can you see us? Can you hear us? It said we went live. I think we're good to go. Yeah, I can hear myself on the other window there. We're good. All right. Welcome everybody to the get off my lawn podcast. It's Tuesday night. It's nine o'clock and it's time to get our grumpy on. Um, we, uh, got a couple things here that we've got to go over before we get really down into it. Um, and I just lost my notes. Where'd that go to? Okay. And do do do. Where'd they go to? <clears throat> all right. That's what happens. We we go live. I lose all of my stuff. Can't find anything. Are we Where blaming are Night Strike or what? I think it was Night Strike's fault. It's um, just we, like
1: being on a show on Friday night.
2: We can blame Dude, it on Night Strike. It's I, I'm.
0: It's probably the drones just messing with my. Yeah, what was up with the drones? I didn't get a chance because you know I have to hang out with Sugar Mama. Well, here's the best part about that: uh, you can actually subscribe to Travis's B channel and go watch that uh, chat anytime you want to. So as soon as this show is over, you're welcome to go do that.
3: Yeah, I'll go put it. I'm gonna I'm gonna just sell out and put a link to that B channel on your chat. Uh-huh. That's cool. So. All
0: right. Well, real quick here, we will let everybody on our panel introduce themselves. Although most of these. Uh, hoodlums need no introduction so uh we call it grumpy old man and women because we don't want to exclude anybody but uh, we have no ladies on our panel of course my beautiful bride is uh off to my left here off of the camera because she likes to do the typing while i do the talking she doesn't want uh i don't know why she's she's so much better looking than i am but she doesn't want on the camera so i'm sorry you're stuck with me that's just the way it's going to be um so uh I don't know if you can talk. We know how this works. You're not available for about another 30 minutes, but Squib, if you've got some time and you want to say hello, hello.
1: Yeah, I'm moving away from the noisy machines and moving over towards the drone control area. There you go. <laughs> See, hello. Thanks that, for the advice. That would
0: make sense. It's Squibb's behind all of it. I get it now.
4: No, no. It's not that he's behind it. He works for Dr. Doom. Now we know the truth.
0: Oh, that could be it. <laughs> That could very well be it. All right. Next up, we've got uh, somebody that's becoming a regular here uh, on our live chats. Duke Liberty's in the house.
5: Hey, thanks for the invite. Really appreciate it. Go check out uh, Duke Liberty on YouTube there. Uh, i got a couple videos out, and uh, appreciate the invite as always. Thank you, sir.
0: Yeah, it's awesome to have you. All right, next up we've got uh, that other cool Nebraskan that is down there uh getting spied on by all the drones, Travis P11.
3: I don't know if I should be saying anything right now cuz it's probably being recorded by the drones flying <laughs> overhead in my house right now, but uh, anyway, guys, make sure you subscribe to everybody here on the panel. They got great channels, great content. Make sure you guys support uh, guntube.org and check out my uh, YouTube channel Travis P11. Good stuff, man. Lots of fun uh lots of fun content out there. Thanks be cool. vibe, man.
0: Yeah. it sounds like in the in the future travis actually will be coming to us live from a corner so it'll be actually known as the yes. caliber corner yes i'm being to so. put
3: in a corner after the move i'm gonna have literally nope. a corner with one caliber and that's all i'm gonna have room for so nobody
0: puts the travi in a corner
3: just my wife
0: the, but, well people it, don't get to know about the drones that was a different chat yeah. go to yeah. the drone chat we'll talk about it on a different chat we did talk about it on a different chat so People can go to Travis's uh, B channel, which is what, Travis?
3: Uh, it's it's <laughs> my name, uh, Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S, space, P-A-T-O-C-K-A, Patuchka.
0: And there is... Yes. Oh, you're Irish. I, I get it. for
3: you, man. Check um. it out. Uh, it's like coffee reviews, technology. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be putting some old school tech on there, like an old boom box. And I'm going to put a, uh... I got a shortwave radio that I used to use as a kid that I got in 1989. I still have it. And I recently got it out of the closet, dusted it off, and I want to show that off on the channel. What it was—that was my internet before there was internet. That was my link to the world before we had Google. So
0: that's so awesome. Are you going to be doing
3: any break dancing in that video? I can't play any music during the video. That's the only problem is I would be getting a copyright strike. So I uh, no, I will not no be breaking. breaking. I did. I was an extra on Break Into Electric Boogaloo. You can find me in the last <laughs> five minutes out in the crowd. I'm just off to the right. I've got a headband on. <laughs> and shirt. An so it, that was my that was my premiere as a child. I was three when that movie came out. So
0: yeah, very cool. Breaking all down. right, <laughs> that's right. I'm uh next up from uh, this week unloaded. We have got Rich White.
4: Hi everybody. <laughs> and, and if you're wondering what the Doctor Doom reference is, that's my take on what's going on with the drone. This Doctor Doom's fault.
0: That's right. All these all these teasers. You have to go check that out when this chat's over.
4: Uh, next up, in twenty years, we're going to have one big Doctor Doom. page. just virtual reality coming off all these drones, just, and you're going to see it from the Jordan Country as he takes over.
0: I don't know if we ever actually uh, send people to a space station that uh, gets bombarded with cosmic rays. Maybe we'll have a team of people that can fight with him, but until then, we're just going to put up with the drones. So it's mm-hmm. just all there is to it. All right, next up, we've got somebody who uh, I think you've been on our chat maybe once or twice, but it's been a long time because normally work schedules don't allow this fella to come on our uh, live chats with us. So welcome to Budget Guns and Gear Reviews.
5: Hey, thanks for the invitation. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, Moving up my list, I've got uh, Orange Man Grumpy tonight. Obnoxious ones in the house. What do you want? (laughs) Nothing are, are we
2: ready to go yet? Get off my sure? lawn. Are we done with these intros so we can start getting into the real
0: the real meat of this thing or are we just gonna keep going on? And the sad thing is he's not even playing a part. this is just how grumpy he normally is. All right and last but not least our uh, our favorite grumpy old rooster, the uh, probably the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan not pound for pound but just as far as love for the team that I know gizzard gary how
6: about them (laughs) Chiefs,
3: dude i'm so proud of the great state of kansas i know they represent the state of kansas so well they do
6: yeah yeah i tell you what we're proud of our uh, flagship city kansas (laughs) city yeah
0: the whole state is it's funny because people blasted trump for that but i don't know any kansans that are not chiefs fans so, unless they're from the west end of the state and maybe they're Broncos fans, but that's there's not that many of those, I don't think.
6: Yeah, so. I think if you, if you took a poll of everybody who's filling up them seats, I'll bet you there's more Kansans in there than there are people from Missouri. But that's just me.
3: <laughs> I'm you know what I'm gonna make an uneducated guess the ma- majority of the people out there that that really don't watch football or maybe only watch the Super Bowl probably think that the chiefs are located in Kansas City Kansas and not missouri so i am just I'm just gonna say I mean I, That's, I just that I just it just I feel that I don't know why but yeah
0: there's a reason why they call us flyover
6: fly mm-hmm. they
4: they call us flyover uh, oh, country always, yeah I guarantee you that we uh, they they build, to, build uh, a new stadium uh, out there.
6: On our side of the city, you know, over by the legends. Over by our Nebraska Furniture Mart, which is also in Kansas, by the
4: way. (laughs) But uh, as far as uh, people not realizing what states Kansas City Chiefs play in yeah, if you look at the comments on Fox News where they were reporting that the Chiefs won, yeah, there's quite a lot of people that don't realize that the Chiefs actually play in Missouri. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's just normal. I mean, um, it's just one of those things that uh, there's a lot of people that, that aren't the president that didn't realize that either. So, um, you know, whatever. It, it is it is just going to be one more thing that people make fun of him for. So uh, when you're the president, you just have to uh, expect that everything you say, somebody's going to either take offense or or make fun of you. So part Hopefully of the job, the I Indian believe.
6: Court of law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <secretary. laughs> If you knew where the if you knew where the stadium was of course you'd have to be familiar to the area but it's way out on the eastern boundaries of Kansas City and they had to annex it because technically it was in an unincorporated part of Jackson County closer to Independence Missouri than it ever was Kansas City but they annexed it so it could totally be called Kansas City
1: well, that's well, not the go. first time he's got the cities mixed up. When there was that mass murder in Dayton, Ohio, he said, we're praying for the people in Toledo. And it's like, oh my goodness, dude, check a map, would you? Have you,
0: have too, you spent so. much time in Toledo? From what I hear, those people need prayers, too. So, Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> those of you that are in the Toledo area, the views and uh, opinions expressed on this channel are those of the person saying them, not necessarily of anybody else in the panel. <laughs>
4: And to think, Michigan and Ohio almost want to war over Toledo. Yeah, well, well there you go. Well, First I've heard, from what
0: I hear that the steel that's made in Toledo is very, very good for swords. So uh,
4: that, that's the wrong Toledo. That's,
0: oh, that's oh, so I see. That's the thing. You get stuff mixed up, and that's what happens.
4: First, All right, they're over who had to keep Toledo.
0: Well, there you go. Like, no, we don't want to, yeah, keep no. to keep like, it. No, you can't. <laughs> um all right a couple things i want to get to before we uh before we get into answering some questions here first off i want to thank everybody who's out there on youtube watching this uh calaveras was uh first my beautiful bride was out there justin gibbons who uh always likes and laughs at my stuff that i post on facebook justin's good to see you um guitar man pete's out there who else is out there lighting it up in the chat We've got a few more people. Rich White's doing double duty. Jay Brown's out there. Obnoxious says he was first because he can't count. Uh, 10X Shooters, Mr. Pearl Necklaces, New York Outcast. What's up, Rob? Mike is in the house. George Washington is in the house, our founding father. Uh, who am I missing? Travis is out there and in here. Gunsnob is out there, and that might be, and Duke Liberty's out there too. Grim90 is uh, is watching me. He's got eyeballs out there. So uh, if you're watching on the YouTube side and well, it's the only place you can watch right now, but if you're out there watching live and uh, you're not making comments, then we don't get to say hi to you and thank you for watching. So uh, you need to make those comments so we know that you're there and and that we can uh, put you on the list so that we give you credit for showing up tonight when we wrap things up. Uh, Two things I want to talk about real quick. First off, uh, I don't have a lot of details yet because we haven't had the planning meeting yet, but there is going to be some sort of 2A rally planned for uh, Nebraska. I don't know exactly when it's going to be coming uh, in the future. We're going to get together, some of us, on uh, on Saturday and uh, talk about that. So if you need uh, any details or if, if uh, you wanted to be in on that, you saw it posted on social media, uh, you can reach out to anybody that, that has posted or reposted it, including myself, um, if you need details on the meeting, but it's not going to be a super, super big deal as far as just getting some people together to organize it. Uh, the thing is with the planning meetings, the, the more people that we have at the meeting um, with ideas and opinions, the longer it takes to come up with the plan. Um, I think we've all heard the expression that too many cooks will spoil the broth, and so uh, the meeting isn't itself isn't going to be a big deal. The rally um we'd love to have 22,000 plus people there i don't think that that's probably going to happen the urgency isn't in lincoln the way it was in in uh, richmond but at the same time um hopefully we'll be able to get this uh, scheduled far enough out that people can plan around it and uh, show up at a big rally in nebraska it's going to be awesome so stay tuned for those details also, uh, I'm always lax about mentioning this, but uh, if anybody likes what they see uh, and hear on the channel here, especially the live chats, and wants to help support it, you're sure welcome to go check us out on Patreon. Uh, I don't like asking people just to go give us money, um, but uh, one thing I do want to mention is the Patreon money um, gets saved back in a special special account, and it goes to, uh, to buy things like like gimbal rigs and stuff like this, um, that actually get used here on the channel, on the live chats and on the produced videos, uh, that doesn't go into our pockets. It doesn't pay bills. Sometimes it would be nice, but, uh, when people, when people support the channel, I expect that, uh, that money will, or they expect that money will go to, uh, keeping this going. So that's where that goes. Uh, and we do appreciate all of our Patreon supporters. So, uh, that being said, we're going to have a little fun. Um, I've got some questions here that are serious. I've got some questions here that are kind of funny. Um, and I don't think we'll probably get to all of them. But uh, when I uh, here, here's what happened. And I put this in a video here a while ago telling people this was coming. But a while back, I saw uh, a picture from some county fair somewhere. I don't know where. I don't even know how long ago it's been. But uh, at one of these county fairs, there was a tent set up with a sign outside that said free advice. There were a bunch of just old fellas sitting in there. And if you if you needed advice, you could go in there and get advice from somebody that, uh, you know, has got some gray in their hair and uh, a little more experience at life maybe than you did. So uh, uh, I I immediately thought about one of those older Jeff Dunham comedy specials. Uh, you know the the guy with all the with all the dolls that he travels with. Uh, he's got his friend Walter, cranky, grumpy old man. Um, he uh, a lot of the times in his shows, and I don't know if he still does, but in the early specials, he would have people write questions, put them on cards. They'd pick some of the best ones, and then Jeff would uh, ask the questions to Walter, and Walter would impart his own grumpy uh, wisdom for the answers. So when I saw that tent, I thought, oh, it's just like what they do uh, with Walter. So That's kind of the uh the image I've had in my mind when we're given these answers. They can be serious, they can be funny, they can be both. Um but the thing is that uh I kind of want this to be a a regular a regular fixture on the on the podcast, maybe once a month. We'll just get together and people will uh you know have all month uh moving forward to uh, submit questions and and we will uh if we get too many good ones then we'll just start drawing. I don't have enough to, to just draw everything right out of a hat tonight, but uh, we can start doing that or we'll we'll cherry pick the, the best ones. We'll see what happens as we move forward. But right now I've got a couple of them. Uh, the first question, and you know what? This isn't going to go around the horn because that's going to take too long. Uh, we'll try not to uh, walk on each other, but this is just going to be uh, a free for all. Every question is up for grabs for every person that wants to answer it. So the first question that we have, is uh um i won't name names here (laughs) what are your thoughts on bloomberg just needing to get laid
3: can he i
4: mean (laughs) i guess that's (laughs) the question are you you
5: insane
4: are you is there anybody willing
5: as he has
4: he would need a step stool (laughs)
5: <laughs> as much money as that guy has he could get later.
3: i don't know i mean the layers of shrink yeah. wrap one would have to. i'm just saying i
5: might I... take one for the team for that kind of cash
0: whoa now if that happens you're gonna have to have a little more influence i mean you can't just take one for the team budget you've got to be able to actually get him to stop throwing money at... to
1: get him to remember your name dude
0: <laughs> not only that but 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 make Whatever it good it enough is, that he'll listen when you tell I him do. to. When you tell him to knock it off with the uh the anti-gun crap. Stop it. Just stop it.
3: Yeah. That might get you on Matt's bracket next week. I don't know.
5: Hey, whatever it is, I'm good at what I do.
0: That's uh, all right. Um Glad I checked the box earlier tonight that said, no, it's not made for kids. (laughs) Because who knows what's going to happen tonight. That's a legit question, though. The the usual rules. Here's what's going to happen. This may not be the most family-friendly chat tonight. The usual rules apply. We're not going to drop F-bombs, but uh, we might just loosen the strings up a little bit here because uh, that's what grumpy old men are known for, right? Saying things and getting away with it when somebody else maybe couldn't so
3: uh well we used to be able to now we get lawsuits slapped on us i mean
0: well that's true that's true um okay next question this was uh this is a gun question i didn't want all of the things to be uh uh guns or politics related but this is i think a good one um just to throw it out there because uh because it'll be a fun discussion here um what kind of guns would Attila the Hun choose as his primary weapon and his sidearm? If Attila were alive today, what gun would he carry for a primary weapon and a sidearm?
4: Yet rifle Nick is Kane, fine. There were two of you talking. What was that, Rich? I said naked a token if He was slavic. That's true.
2: Nyet, rifle is fine.
0: <laughs> no sidearm. I said no, no sidearm. Okay. I'm kidding me.
2: What
4: I do you think of toker Sidearm for a We'll the take arms. the Tok Rebin 762 by 25 because the macro ruffle
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We'll go with that. Okay. Here's another one. This actually is probably gonna g- kick off a little bit of discussion here, and, and I kind of hope it does. Um this is another one from the the Facebook social media there. Uh and, and it says, here's one that could ruffle some feathers. Do you think people doing 2A audits with their guns exposed, both large, like an AR or AK, and small, such as open carry handguns, are doing the movement some good? Or are they just feeding the anti-gun lobbyist fears and giving them fuel for their agenda? I don't care for
2: any kind of amendment audit. Period. I think you're just... If you're if you're going out there, if, if you're somebody if we're having a rally or something and somebody's showing up, then, yeah, if you if you can carry, then carry. But if you're going out there to do a First Amendment audit or a Second Amendment audit, you're just going out there to just stir up trouble. And then you're going to, you know, act shocked when it happens, when you actually get to get to trouble.
1: So you, you enlighten you, me. Go ahead. I, I have never heard anybody use the term Second Amendment audit. I'm guessing you're testing the waters to see if they honor your constitutional rights?
0: Yeah, Second Amendment audit is something like what uh, uh, Solo Yacker down in Florida does on a regular basis. Uh,
2: understood. They're going someplace with a specific intention.
0: to Just to see if they'll get hassled by the cops so that they can turn around and say, you can't hassle me, and then be all butthurt when they're you know the, there's a cop pointing a gun uh, at them, telling them to yeah. get on the ground, and they the, film the whole thing so that they can post it on their channel. Uh, it's just a gotcha.
2: The yeah. jackass in, was it Missouri, that went into the yeah. Walmart, Walmart right, after the, right after the shooting? Yeah, that was a Second Amendment audit.
1: Okay, yep. gotcha. Yeah, right. I'm not down with those. Those make the community... For all the people who say if it's legal to open carry in your state and you go to a rally open carry and you make us all look bad, I disagree. But if you're going over there and, and trying to, to create some sort of an, uh, an issue, you know, I guess this audit thing, yeah, that doesn't make There's a difference between – there's a big difference between the two. One is exercising your rights peacefully and the other one is exercising your rights, mm, I guess, distastefully or in a way that you know you're creating a bit of
3: problem.
5: In my line of work, we call that attention-seeking behavior.
3: Yeah, exactly what it would be. Isn't it sad we don't live in a society where you can go out and open carry your rifles and pistols and handguns and people don't flip out and call the police? It's sad we don't have that type of society or that kind of society anymore where a person could do that. and not.
1: It's not about that so much as how you deal with the situation. When you're purposely trying to get footage to put on YouTube or you're purposely harassing the police. And don't get me wrong, the police should know the law. They should. When they don't, you know, there, there should be some sort of repercussions for that. However, however, there's a way you can you can try to work with law enforcement and get them to respect your rights, but also let the public know, hey, you know, they're not doing anything. No, actually, this is legal to do, as opposed to trying to create trying to create that division right that I mean we're always talking about the 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 whole them versus us thin blue line thing well that makes that even more so when when you when on our side we're trying to create a them versus us so both sides shouldn't be trying to do that both sh- sides should be trying to find a way to work together i was actually upset one time when i got pulled over by a cop and i let her know there was a gun in the vehicle and she didn't want to see it cuz i wanted to show it off so <laughs> i'm just saying
0: yeah exactly no I,
1: I i'm gonna
5: disagree i think it's totally necessary i think it's a part of what we're going to do to to inflict change and to educate a certain part of the population to understand why it's important to have those rights i get that sometimes some people take it too far but i think a majority of the time it does its purpose and it educates a lot of people
1: so you you're going to be those two change guys minds that walk by into the, the down, down river you're going to be those two guys who walked into that downriver police department wearing body armor nope. masks with AKs nope. at the low ready? Nope. Never said that. I just
5: that said okay. that that's that what a Second Amendment audit is. Okay, that's far. what a
1: Second Amendment audit is.
5: Yep. And I said some people take it too far. Those, yeah, are, that, those are ridiculous. But there is so, a no time and place for it.
0: So just to clarify, Duke, um, are you saying that, that there's a time and a place for the actual audit part where people – intentionally go out there and see if the cops will hassle them or are you just talking about um, open carrying or slinging your your AR or AK where legal going about your business like nobody else you know should care and then um, just to raise awareness that way to see who comes up to you and talk to you or are you actually talking about to see if if the cops will pull their gun and, and hold you and you can tell them look I'm not breaking any laws. So that you can um, record it.
5: Correct. There's a difference between trying to be educational and trying to show people that this is legal, and then there's a there's, then there's the the knuckleheads who walk into a police station dressed mm-hmm. like right. Checheny That's and what rallies. we're saying. That's, going to a two A well, rally where that. you can open I carry know, well, is educational. I, I get that. Yeah. Okay, but there, there's still so, nothing wrong. Go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say it sounds like you're saying that the the taking it too far part is the the actual audit issue it's no and and i don't think anybody on the panel i'll speak for i think everybody i don't think anybody that's that's spoken up tonight says that uh they have an issue with just going out and open carrying at times um because you can because that's legal and people shouldn't hassle you that's 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 one thing that's fine but I think we're all saying, and and Duke, you might be saying the same thing here, that when people do it intentionally to stir up crap, that, uh, um, so that the cops get called and that uh, that guns get drawn and they tell you to get down on your face on the ground so you can record this happening, you're saying that's the that's the too far, right? That's over the line. Or are you not saying that? I'm that's I'm clarifying.
5: I'm not saying I, I'm not saying all of that. Uh, there are times where I think that, that testing the limits respectfully and safely is a good thing. I understand that there have, there have been times that it's been taken way too far. Walking into Walmart days after a shooting is ridiculous. Walking into a police station dressed as, with full body armor, with ARs, that's too extreme. But I think that there are there are many times where this can be an effective way to invoke a conversation, to change under people's understanding and I think it can be effective. So, yes, I get that there's there's far strings on both sides, but I do think it's effective, done right.
0: All right, there you go. All right, anybody else have anything that they want to mention on the audits before we move on?
1: Yeah, Duke, at some point, uh, might you be posting a video on your channel explaining your position in a little bit more detail? I'd be curious to hear that. Sure will. That would be great. I think that's a, a good opportunity to, to use the platform for what, what we do best with it. Right.
5: Uh, yeah. It's a great idea. It's a, it's a great way to, uh, to invoke a conversation. Like you said, thank you very much.
0: Anything that, uh, anything that starts people thinking and starts people talking, uh, without actually jeopardizing, uh, your, your health or your well being, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, I don't think I want to try a two-way audit just because I understand that that accidents can happen, that negligent discharges can happen. I know that police officers are trained how to not accidentally shoot you if they're covering you with their firearm. However, I don't want them pointing their firearm at me for any reason whatsoever at all. That's just my opinion. Everybody else doesn't well, have to have the same Oh, I'm
1: not asking him one. to go out there and create an no, audit no, on no. maybe just... Describe, describe maybe a few examples of the difference between what's acceptable and what's not acceptable on his opinion. I'm, I'm interested to hear this.
0: Yeah, Nope. that's you know
1: just putting some scenarios out there. Going, this is too far. This is not too far. This is too far. This is not too... something like that.
0: Heck yeah, heck yeah. All right, well, sounds like we've got homework now, Duke, or you've got homework.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
5: you've <laughs> you you've go.
0: got a request. You've got a video request now. All right. And and the Pop-Tart video. (laughs) Okay. I got to do that one yet too. Uh, I'll probably say that for a few more weeks yet before I actually sit down and do one. Okay. Next question for everybody. I am a 32-year-old man in a thriving job, a beautiful wife and a son, but I've always wanted to be a teacher. I just fear that I've missed my opportunity to go to school for that and I need to focus on my current job in family life just looking for some advice.
4: It's never too late. I had two teachers when I was in high school that were both lawyers. One became a civics teacher. The other became a science teacher. Because you're, you're in a job now, doesn't mean you can't take classes at night, get your degree, and then go on to become a teacher later on. That's one job where your physical abilities as you get older and your physical abilities deteriorate, your teaching ability isn't going to. So it's never too late to like become a teacher. You can always go ahead and do that.
2: You're never too old to chase your dreams. And if Amen. you're if you're too old to chase your dreams, maybe maybe you need to have some like slower pace dreams, but I mean I was 47 before I became a YouTube star. So I mean yeah. Just putting that out there. You can you can go chase your dream at any time. Wow. Um
3: You know, something I want to say real quick, too. I mean, I was 24 when I started, didn't get married until I was in my 30s. Um, But I'm just saying that the nice thing about starting a little bit later on, you've already got past the stress of having the kid, the wedding, being settled. Those are a lot of the reasons why people leave the field or move or move off with a significant other that I've seen just being in the field for almost 20 years. So, I mean, the later you start, I almost think the better it is because you've just got so much more life experience. You're much more mature. You're not 21 or 22 right out of college. And, you know. I don't know. I just think the later you could start teaching, I, I wish people would spend a little more time student teaching before they became teachers. Like maybe start that program right away their freshman year, not the last two semesters of their college experience. Just that's how Nebraska runs it. Um So I just think, yeah, I think if you started later on in life, you might find it to be, I, I think it would be an easier transition for somebody uh, to go into teaching. That's not a teacher right now.
0: And I will say this much too. I've, I, ne- I actually never finished college um, but uh, I've always said uh, if if I ever figure out what I want to be when I grow up then I'll go back to school until then I'm not gonna spend that money to do it because I don't know why I would be going back if I ever figured that out then I'll you know I'll put a plan in place and I, I still I guess I, I can't say that I hundred percent intend to go back to school but I I think that it's probably gonna happen one day I've just got to figure out what what to go to school for uh, now working against me is the fact that I don't intend to ever grow up, but at the same time, um, you know, I've been doing the same thing now for uh, next month will be 10 years. So um, I mean, I've, I've, you know, had this job a long time. I'm good at what I do. If I ever make a change, it's going to have to be worth, um, you know, it's going to have to be worth it in the end. I, I, I need to get the return on that investment. So I don't know for sure what I want to do, but if, if you know what you want to do, I think you owe it to yourself. Um, uh, you owe it to yourself to go and make that happen, or or at least you know, um, at least move forward on it and, and see if you can make it happen. Uh, whoever this is said, they have a, a wife and and kids, so I think you owe it to your family um, as an example to to show them that. You know, just because you started down one road doesn't mean that you have to stay on that road your whole life either. That's the best part about living in this country is you don't have to die the same. uh, Whatever you are when you're born, that doesn't mean that's what you will be when you die. Um, And we've seen that time and time again. You you have potential to do anything you want to do if you can figure out a way to make it happen. So uh, there, there's nobody in this country saying that uh, you, you can't do this or you can't do that. Uh, we hear a lot of whining to the contrary, but the truth is if you can figure out a way to make it happen, you can make it happen. We've seen it time and again. The only question is are you willing to put in what it takes to make it happen? And Something I- to
1: consider is that, there there may not be enough time in life for you to do everything you wanted to do and some things are restricted by your age or physical condition or something like that since this isn't something that has those uh, stipulations if you don't at least try and give it your your best best effort then for the rest of your life you'll always wonder could I have done it you always wonder you know H- wonder what kind of a teacher I I would have been so while it's still available to you while you still have the time and while it's still something that, that interests you, I'd, I'd try to, I'd explore it. I'd, I'd go for it because sometimes you do look back and you go, well, I can't do that anymore. They don't hire guys my age.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So just, just uh, give it a shot. Cause regret kind of sucks. Now, if you're tied up with all kinds of stuff and there's no way to, to, to make this happen without it being detrimental to your family then don't worry about it because your family is your most important hope and dream. But if you can integrate it in there, then I say do it.
0: All right. Anybody else have anything they want to mention on, on that topic before we move along? All right. All right. Few of these are going to be, uh, back to more, more gun related or, or things like that. Here's a very, very good one here. Um, I should have Jim Burgess in here because he's kind of an AK aficionado, but, uh, those of you that have experiences with those Eastern block, uh, style firearms, uh, I'm getting closer to buying my first AK platform. While I'm leaning towards PSA, uh, PSA G3 line, one always hears Century sells junk. Get a Wasser. My question is: I see Century selling the Wasser 10. What gives? Am I missing something?
4: Century imports them. They don't. All they do is open up the magwell, so they'll take the standard AK magazine. That's all they do to it.
3: Well, do they put in a different trigger and and they have the 922R with a few parts? Don't yeah, they? Yeah, they gotta get
4: the 922, but. They, usually, they mostly do that with the furniture aspect of it. If each magazine counts as two parts. Then you got two parts for the, or three parts. <laughs> if they put a pistol grip for the furniture. You hit your five parts right there. They really don't have to change the trigger, but they'll do it anyway. So, um yeah, that's it. And Century's trigger is actually not bad. They'll either use their trigger, which isn't bad, or they'll put a Tapco in there, which also isn't too bad. It's you know what you're doing you can polish up both of those and make them actually pretty decent triggers out of them or you can just get yourself an alg if they got them back out on the market yet which are really good budget trigger for an ak so um yeah that's what you can do with those or if you want the psa the psa just like i think travis was saying earlier they just brought, brought out their uh generation four line of mm-hmm. their aks which are which have been getting some really good press from uh, Shock Show. So you might want to check one of those out too. They, they're coming out with a whole bunch of AKs. They're going to be flooding the market with a bunch of different varieties and, and in different calibers. So the PSA would always be a good choice as well.
3: So with PSA, you're looking at about a 600 to $700 price point. With the Wasser, you're looking at around 7 Then if you want to go with a Zastava, you're probably looking around 8 And then those PSA Gen 4s, I just saw them on the PSA website. They're about 880 but they've got a FN barrel, and they've got mm-hmm. uh, a true, you know, legit um, forged trunnion. You know, I mean, it's there. you're not going to have issues that you do with uh, companies that make their AKs out of uh, cast parts.
4: Yeah, and the, the Gen 4, you get a choice. You either get an FN barrel, which is going to be the more costly one, or you can mm-hmm. get that with their in-house barrel as well, which will be more around the $700 price range.
3: I mean, my money would, split between, would be split between the PSA or the Wasser. I mean, the Wasser. you just hear that they're just the war course of the AK pattern world nowadays. I mean, that that's nothing wrong with that. It'd be a good one to learn how to run an AK on. You got yeah, some but, spots for upgrades out there, too, if you really want to,
4: you know. Yeah, and Rod's a for AK Operators Union uh, 4774. He's been raving about disastrous stuff, too, that they've been bringing in. So that that's that up been pretty... Doing pretty well in his uh, 5,000 round test that he does on them. So that's another. Those are an option too. Uh,
1: the Wasser comes set up to mount uh, a scope on out of the box, so that's something to consider if you're thinking about maybe putting an optic on it later. And my experience with my Wasser was that I had some problems with it. And uh, I didn't shoot it right away. I kind of waited. But when I shot it, I took it out to the range twice and ran every kind of ammo I could find through it. And I had problems. It it wasn't specific to one sort of ammo. It wasn't specific to one brand of magazine. I contacted Sentry. They sent me a UPS label. I put it in a box. I shipped it to them. They had it for a couple weeks. They sent it back with a report from the armorer, the work that he had done on it. And I took it back out to the range and once again tried running everything I could. Every different kind of mag I had, every kind of ammunition I had through it. And it it ran good and it's ran good since. So it's just uh, they only come with a one year warranty from the date you purchase it from the store. So I would I would recommend just testing it out, trying everything you can with it just to make sure it's all good to go. If it isn't, Century will take care of you, but only for the first year.
4: When did you get yours originally? Uh, just out like curiosity.
1: I uh, bought it in the summer of sixteen. Was that the election was in sixteen, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. worried
1: Hillary was going to get elected, and went out and bought it because I didn't have an AK after then, and I kind of really didn't want one. But I'm like, well, this is going to be a lot more expensive, so I got on a I got on the AK train late, and I probably had that thing for. I don't know, at least a month before I even took it down to the range. But I already had mags for it, and I already had a bunch of ammo. even had reload dies for it. And uh, I, I had some, some issues with it. They had, to, they had to do something with the chamber. Uh, I can't remember what it is. But I do have a, a written report with your uh, armor's notes on there. He signed off on it, everything else. So, But they, they covered the cost of everything, shipping there, shipping back. I had it shipped to my FSL. And my FFL did the transfer, didn't charge me a fee to do it because I had bought it there. But I, I told them, I said, rather it just come here and we fill out the 4473 again. That way it's it's not getting delivered someplace where it's not supposed to. I mean, I don't know if they can legally drop it on your doorstep if it goes out to an armorer, but I wasn't going to take the chance. So the only courtesy my FFL did for me, they wouldn't ship it out for me. I had to ship it myself, but Century covered the cost. But my FFL said, we'll waive the the transfer fee, and then they're really not good about that. They love making money off that transfer fee. Uh, we'll let you ship it to us as a courtesy to you, but we don't want to be involved in this warranty process. But otherwise, though, I, Century took care of me.
3: And then when you go for the Wassers, if you go the Wasser out, we have two, two options, right? You've got a model that's got the cleaning rod and the slant brake on the front, and then there's a model that does not have a, a brake. It's not threaded and does not come with a cleaning rod. So be careful which one specifically you buy, because I think that both of them are available at the same time. So get the one that has the uh, threaded front barrel with the with the the slant brake on it and also the cleaning rod. And
0: what's if the... you don't
3: like that brake, there are other uh, oh, level yeah. attachments. Yeah. yeah. What,
0: what's the difference between the two? Why do we want that one?
3: Oh, and then there's the bayonet lug also. If you want one that's a little more to the original design, having the option for the threading would open you up for suppressors down the road. Changing out the brakes, you have the cleaning rod, and you also have the bayonet lug. There's now, no reason with certain, to not, not depending on your state, so.
4: Sure.
1: Certain, certain compensators or uh, muzzle brakes or whatnot will negate the use of the bayonet, but the original uh, slant brake, which, by the way, that's an American-made slant brake on there. It's, yeah, it's modeled exactly. at the Romanian style, but that's actually 922R compliant. So, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's really easy to take off and change if you decide you wanted to switch out to something different.
0: All right. Um, we have got a few more questions here. I've got somebody that sent, uh, several different questions in, and I I think they're all good ones. We'll get to these. Um, I should have mentioned a long time ago, and I don't know why I didn't. If anybody out there in the chat, uh, while we're live here, if you have questions that you want us to cover, please drop us an email at sandhillsshooter at gmail.com. And I will just drop that right in the old chat there. So you've got it Um, that way you can uh, you can get those read out here. If we run into uh, uh, if we've got enough time here before we, we get through all the questions that we've already got. So make sure you submit those. If you're watching this on replay, go ahead and submit them anyway to Sandhills shooter at gmail.com. That way we can cover those on future installments of the grumpy old men and women to chats. So, All right. Um, Next question is, why do you think there's a tilt in favoring firearms towards conservatives versus liberals on gun rights?
1: I think it's what it represents. Uh, Having a firearm to defend yourself means that you're responsible for yourself. It means you're controlling your own destiny. It means that you're taking... You're, you're 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 not waiting for some some system to take care of your defense for you. It also means that you're you're being proactive in the sense that the second amendment is about having the right to defend yourself against a tyrannical government if one day that ever really truly happens and you've got to go do the unthinkable, it's there and a conservative mindset is more likely to say, "Okay, that's a plausibility. A plausibility I hope never happens." Whereas a, a liberal mindset says, "Oh, that'll never happen. You're just silly." So I think it's just the mindset. One uh, one mindset embraces the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment enables that sort of mindset. Whereas the other one just doesn't see it as anything important and doesn't see it as anything useful and 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 doesn't doesn't appreciate. The fact that we have that liberty here, and almost nobody else around the world does.
0: I think that that's a lot of it, and like like you said, squib, it's it's what it represents um, for me. The the uh, tendency to to want to you know own and, and keep and bear arms, and it's not just firearms; it's it's arms, right? But firearms, in spe- uh, specifically, is because. Um, again, it's, it's my belief that, um, because I'm alive, I have the right to keep myself that way. And if I have the right to keep myself that way, then I should have the right to keep myself that way by any means necessary. Now, I don't think anybody would ever argue with the fact that if I'm in a a life and death struggle, I'm rolling around in the dirt with somebody who means to make me dead that it doesn't really matter what I do at that point, I'm fighting for my life. And if, if I'm not the aggressor, if, if they attacked me first, then it would be self-defense, whether I, um, end up, you know, beating them up and, and they succumb to, you know, injuries and they die, or I find a rock or a board or a stick, anything like that. It doesn't matter at that point, what I do, if I come out on top, then I'm not a murderer because it was self-defense and it was that person or me. Okay. So with all that being said, that means that I have the right to defend my life and keep myself alive by any means necessary that does not uh, take rights away or, or walk on anybody else's rights. So I can't take somebody else's stuff. Um, You know that again, that that's its own crime. But that means that nobody can tell me what I can or can't have to keep myself alive. Nobody can tell me what I do or don't need to keep myself alive. Uh, I have that right. It was given to me by my maker. It's protected by my constitution. And nobody can take that away from me. And Anybody that tries to is limiting my ability to do things my way the way that I want to do them. And this country is not about that. That's just me.
1: I, I think that people of a certain mindset look at justifiable homicide and criminal homicide as the same thing, and they're not. And believe me, I don't know anybody in our community who really ever wants to have to, to, have to employ deadly force. They're ready for it, they're, and some people aren't afraid to do it. Other people, I think they talk the talk, but they won't walk the walk if it ever had to happen. Hopefully it never does. But nobody I know really wants to do that. And I think that the other side actually believes that we all wake up every morning hoping today's the day. Today's the day I get a stateside kill. And it's like, no, 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 no. Not even besides all all of the fighting, you know, this in court and getting arrested and being treated like it's not all that. It's the living with it, even though you're still alive for your family and the other person's a dirtbag who was trying to take away your, you know, it it still doesn't matter. It's something you've got to live with, and it's just, there's all kinds of things that go with it. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants to take another, we'd rather see another person say, I'm going to turn my life around today, not, I'm going to kill somebody today.
0: Absolutely, nobody in their right mind wants to take a life.
1: We can't control their destiny just like we're not going to let them control ours.
0: Exactly right. And and I also, on that same line of thinking, I believe that um, there there should not be any restrictions on the tools that we use to keep ourselves alive. If, if these were used offensively, that's different. Um, I don't think that we should take away any words. I don't think that we should take away any tools. Um, words can hurt and words can cause damage. And if you use your words irresponsibly, There are certain things that qualify as crimes and they are punishable. Tools can hurt and tools can cause damage. And if you use your tools irresponsibly, there are things that constitute a crime and they're punishable. But if I haven't broken any laws with my tools, then you have no reason whatsoever to take them away from me or tell me I can't have the tool.
3: Exactly, man.
0: That's, that's just, I, I can't, see it any other way than that i can't any more plainly than that um anybody else have anything they want to throw in on that one before we go to part two of three
4: yeah i was going to say uh on the from the point of view of the political left power it's about their power they're wanting to institute socialism and a bunch of other stuff you listen to them when they're talking and what's one of the main things that one of their biggest heroes chairman Mao, say true power comes from the barrel of a gun if they have if they're the only ones that have the guns, they have all the power. They don't want an armed citizenry to be able to stand up against them when they go to institute these policies. That's one of the biggest fears that they have is people being able to resist what they want to do. If you look historically, one of the first things that every country that started instituting socialism in some form or another did was disarm the populace.
0: Absolutely, because they, yep they cannot control people. Here's the, here's the issue. Um, we're going to go down a rabbit hole just for a second here. When you bring in socialism, um, here's, here's my thoughts exactly on this because socialism means that, um, in its basest form, the way that I understand it. Now people can, can correct me, uh, if I don't have this all the way, right. But the way that I understand the system is, um, in the basest form, there is no, uh, singular ownership. Everything is for the good of the collective, and so that means that um, you know we will provide food, shelter, clothing, uh, healthcare, all that kind of stuff, as long as everybody helps contribute. So that means that uh, you know we don't have one person massing all the wealth. We distribute it equally, um, which means that all of a sudden we're gonna have if we were to switch to socialism. All of a sudden, here's what would happen is you would no longer get paid more to do certain jobs that nobody wants to do, like pick up garbage or work in the sewers or any you know nasty thing like that. And so that would mean that uh, these jobs, all of a sudden, the only way that we can make them, uh, uh, the only way that we can get these jobs done is we start assigning them to people. And the only way that we can assign them to people and force them to do this job, we have to be able to control the people. We have to have some way to make sure that that these things still get taken care of and people do jobs that they don't want to do. Now, in a capitalist society, uh, if you've got a job that nobody wants to do, you've got to pay more to get that done, right? (coughs) But in a socialist society, you run the risk of taking a bullet or worse yet, watching your family take a bullet because you didn't listen. So everything devolves rather quickly when you realize the fact that all of a sudden you don't have any power, you don't have a voice, and if you don't do what you're told, you don't have any food or anything else. And it's very easy to uh, starve somebody out when you blacklist them and tell them, uh, even if you're not going to shoot them or their family, you can just say, well, the state controls the food, the health care, the clothing the housing. You don't have any of this. Goodbye. And no matter what we do, we've got a whole bunch of all of a sudden grumpy people that have no recourse against their government to change it back to the way that it ought to be. Therefore, do not give up your weapons. Do not give up your firearms. There's no other way to make sure that doesn't happen here. Anyway, out of the rabbit hole.
3: Solid argument, man. I mean, you can't really, you know, look at any other society that's disarmed the populace. You pretty much explained what's happened, you know?
0: Well, exactly right. And think about it. If, if we go full socialism here, then we have to tell people that they're going to do some of these jobs that people don't want to do. Um, so all of a sudden we've got uh, people being forced forced labor, everything like that. Yeah. So, uh, socialism only works if everybody agrees that it's a good thing. Um there are different societies, even in the States, uh, there are different uh, colonies of people that make it work very well because number one, it's all voluntary. They're not forced into that system. They can leave when they want, when they become adults, they don't have to stay there. Most of them choose to, because they think it's, it's the way to do it, but you don't see any of these colonies, whether they are, you know, Amish or Mennonite or, or any, um, any such colony. You don't see those getting very, very big, because then they start to implode and devolve like any other society does if it gets too big, and that's why the uh, constitutional republic is the, I think, the best system for a nation with you know over three hundred million people. So,
4: yeah, you also don't see those communes walking into Czechoslovakia like the Soviets did and taking over the country and forcing it on them either.
0: Sure, their- yeah, they 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 say that hey, we choose to do this. But again, it's a choice that everybody in that community has has made. Uh, It's all voluntary. They choose to be that way. Uh, And those that don't like it get to leave. So nobody's forced into it. And that's why it works, because it's a choice. But if we go to a complete government of socialism, choice is the one thing that people don't have unless they're making the rules. And very few
4: if you want to look at something uh current look what's going on over in china right now with the <laughs> coronavirus i was watching a video earlier tonight on uh this education channel he was talking about journalists over in china who are reporting on the truth of what's going on with the coronavirus being thrown in jail because the government doesn't want it getting out what they're doing yep. and what's going on over there
0: yep you have no civil rights in those, uh, and that's just it and again um i don't remember who it was now somebody a little bit ago said that there are people in our country that don't realize how great we have it here because they've never been to other countries and that's that's just it we've got a whole a whole lot of people way too many people in our country that are underinformed undereducated and don't know how good they have it they've never seen these things outside our own country They don't understand what it's like to not be able to bash their government. It's just something as simple as that. Something like sharing a meme on social media, getting you locked up. And I'm not talking about communist China. I'm talking about Britain. Yeah,
1: but some of those same people will start talking about some of the positive things about these countries overseas. Not talk about any of the negative stuff. Say, we need to adopt this. We need to adopt that. We need to do it like they do it over here. We need to do it like they do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, do you not realize all the other things that come with that? Do yeah, no, any nothing's free. What you're I'm
0: <laughs> nothing is free, whether it costs money or it costs your your freedom. Nothing's free. Freedom is not free. Hey, John.
7: Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say uh, thanks. Hey, for right. at... hey, brother. Um, you know, you, you guys hit squib exactly. Uh, nothing's free. Um, my my buddy that I've known since the fifth grade, biggest pro two, a guy, we're brother two a, you know, his daughter in uh, the Trump election, she, she was going to college and she's like, well, I'm thinking about voting for Bernie because free this and free that. And me and John, my brother look at each other, like, what, do you realize free isn't free? Well, I don't care. I'm like, um, maybe you should maybe you you should
3: let you go good luck
7: (laughs) the the point is is nothing's free and just because you think oh the government's giving it to me yeah and you're gonna pay three times as much in taxes and you know what i mean it's like uh bernie ah yeah okay
0: but again uh he's he's being disingenuous bernie is and everybody that is uh Basically, everybody that that has been on those Democrat debate stages, they've all been disingenuous in the fact that they're telling you, well, we're going to tax the super rich. We're not going to tax you little people. We're going to raise property taxes for the super rich people or raise income taxes for the super rich people. Um, And the meme's been floating around social media here lately that says, uh, I voted to raise property taxes on the rich. Why did my rent go up? Well, again, nothing's free, and nobody at the top is going to actually pay those cost increases. Everything trickles down. That's why we don't want a $15 minimum wage in this country, because then milk will cost eight bucks a gallon. But people don't understand that.
4: Yeah, and somebody brought up the British healthcare system. You realize that people in England, there was one guy in particular who was at a, I think he was at a, he was at a wedding or a birthday party or something and they were doing the um cheer you know the toast to the whoever was the person who was being honored there whether it was the wedding or the birthday I don't remember which one it was he took a sip of beer and they took him off the list for a liver transplant
0: <laughs> Yeah if anybody wants to know how uh, uh, medicare for all is really going to work talk to a veteran who deals exclusively with the VA for benefits and see how long they have to wait to get things done that aren't life threatening and see if they can go to whatever. Now I know that we've been uh, recently, uh, there've been some changes made to where vets can go to like, I think, right. Vets can pick their own doctors now somewhat, but for the most part, if uncle Sam's foot in the bill, Then you do it on his time, his way, when he says it's, from what I understand, it's really not that much different than being in the Army or being in the military. You still have to do what he says when he says to do it. I had
1: some friends that immigrated from England, and they said that they had to pay like 52% income taxes over there, but they got all the free health care they wanted. But something like an MRI, you were on a six-month waiting list. Uh We also had a regular truck driver that came over from Ontario, Canada. We requested him by name because he's a pretty good guy you know, really, really professional and all that other stuff. And he immigrated to Ontario, Canada, from the Middle East. He brought his whole family over from the Middle East. And I said, why did you go to Canada and not America? And he said, you they have free health care. You don't. And he said, that's why there's such a high Middle Eastern population in the province of Ontario, because all these people immigrated to Canada to take advantage of the free government health care. So you will have people come in there once you make it free, you have people come in and and drain the system down and make it harder on the people who are already there paying into it. So it's not what it's cracked up to be.
0: Not so, only that, but my biggest fear with that topic is the same people that are that are championing free health care or health care for everybody, uh, Medicare for all. These are the same people that are championing open borders and illegal immigrants getting these same benefits. So all of a sudden, we're going to say, hey, everybody in this country, whether you live here or not, whether you belong here or not, the government's going to pay for all your medical expenses. That alone will bankrupt this country faster than anything. Isn't that just a big magnet? Think about that.
7: What you just said. That's a big magnet for everybody come here. What Squid was saying about the guy in Canada. Well, oh, free, free this, free that. But he also said it, that they're paying X amount in income tax. But like you said, John, isn't that a big magnet? Oh, we're just going to, oh, we're going to sanctuary, well, pay for this, and, pay for that. And really, it's going to back a, the company or the company.
0: I have company. a very good friend whose uh, sister recently got married to a Canadian citizen. And she, she and her two kids actually have, uh, um, they've moved now. They're just outside Ottawa. Um, but, uh, she's in the process of, um, I'm not even sure if she's getting citizenship, but they, they had a very extensive interviews themselves. Um, his family, her family, they all had to be interviewed by the Canadian government to make sure that this isn't some sort of, uh, uh, marriage of convenience that they really, they really are in love. They really are wanting to be married to each other. And he's not just using this to get her into the country and then she's not able to work and uh, earn any money for the first six months that she's there Uh, i don't know how long it is before she can draw any kind of benefits but uh the process to to move into canada it's it's not just as easy as you know showing your passport and driving you know across a bridge uh or driving across a border i mean if you're going to live there they want to know who you are why you're moving there? What you're doing? And they really are going to dig through uh, all of your history to see uh, if you're telling the truth on this. Um, I don't know what the process is like, honestly, to to immigrate to the U.S., but I do know that uh, Canada does not just let everybody come there. So even if there is they an influx too. of people from the, uh, <laughs> if there's an influx of people from the Middle East going into Ontario. Um, rest assured that those people have all been thoroughly vetted and if they cannot be contributing to society they're not going to get that free health care either
1: i i think it was that they used to let so many people in and they became overwhelmed that they decided they had to start doing something like i don't know controlling their borders but you know the same kind of people that will complain about this country will say we're bad because we control our borders other countries do too look at these countries over in europe that that opened up their borders and then they started having issues and they go, Whoa, 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 we gotta put a hold on this. I mean there's mm-hmm. it, it, some stuff sounds like a great noble idea at first, but you really gotta think these things through before you 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 take on something drastic.
4: Also, re- uh,
3: real quick oh. up in canada they've also got additional sales tax on everything you buy you got regular city sales tax plus to have a health care sales tax too what six or seven cents on the dollar i could be wrong you can correct me on that but you got two sales tax on everything you buy and i think it even included things like candy and soda and stuff like that so yeah, yeah and again
0: yeah. you you do get that health care but you don't get other things that i consider essential like free speech uh, I know it was Canada. I can't tell you exactly where, but there was a dad who got imprisoned for mispronouncing his child yeah. because the the son wanted to be called uh, a daughter or or vice versa. I don't remember the exact details, but dad refused to go along with this and said him when when the kid wanted to be her or said her when the kid wanted to be him. And, uh, actually got locked up for that because you don't get freedom of speech. You don't get freedom to keep and bear arms. You don't get hardly any of the rights that American citizens take for granted. There are people in America marching to do away with the rights that the people in Hong Kong are protesting to gain. Guess
1: we're all moving to Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Maybe we ought to just, uh, I can't even say that. Okay. I almost said this is completely tongue in cheek for the record, but I almost said maybe we ought to just load up those P mags and go to Hong Kong, but I, in no way whatsoever mean to incite violence or endorse violence.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the views and opinions of <laughs> Sandhill shooter, the views and opinions of Sandhill shooter and Sandhill shooter only, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anybody else on the panel.
4: Right. And that goes for everybody in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, uh, <laughs> All you need to know about the Canadian healthcare system is that they have charity set up in Canada to help people to get to the United States for cancer treatment.
0: Yep. Okay. Next question. Why do we let the stereotypes of gun owners being white dressed in hunting or tactical gear remain quote unquote our image when it's used to mock and belittle us? Now, I'm going to start with that one because I think after the recent uh, rally in Richmond, I think that, uh, I think we are not letting that be our image. I think that that was the image that the uh, left tried to project onto us. And there were so many people that did not fit that image, uh, that were not male, that were not white, um, that were not even straight, uh, that were marching or rallying there. uh, to, uh, to support the two way rights. So I, I think that that was a huge shot in the arm to getting, um, getting past that stereotypical, um, you know, middle-aged or older, uh, white guy in, you know, camouflage or in, you know, some, some mil spec outfit. Um, yeah, that was there, but there were so many people that did not fit that description that were there. Uh, I I think that the the more we have these rallies and the more that we highlight the diversity within the rallies within our community, um, I think our community grows. And I think that, that knowledge and understanding grows with it. I just want to give props
7: to the guy that carried the Barrett, what M82 (laughs) around my God.
0: What is that like a 25 pound gun? Uh, now when we have our Nebraska rally, I see Stan's out there from SS Pawn. Uh, the guy that carried around the Barrett was a gun store owner. Oh, and that's pretty darn good advertisement for his store. The fact yep. that that his image and his face was shown everywhere. And then it comes out that he and his wife uh, own a gun store. So Stan, when we have our rally, I'm just saying we're going to need you. and We're going to need you to step it up and lug around a Barrett so that we can get you some pretty uh, pretty cheap advertising too.
3: I got the SS Pawn T-shirt. I'm the cheapest advertiser out there. I'll carry anything. I forget, I forget. <laughs> if if I if
0: I can get
7: Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms or Tyman to lend me his fifty, I'll 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 carry around a SH- SHTF fifty. Oh God, I don't want to do that. That thing's so heavy. So <laughs> yeah, it's
3: for cause, brother. It's for cause. <laughs>
1: I, go <laughs> right, right. rallies, I go to the rallies. I go to the rallies dressed in my regular clothes, or maybe wear somebody's you know, logo stuff from their channel or something like that. But I've been thinking that on one of these occasions, I want to go to a rally in a suit and tie, but I still Ooh. want my
3: AR-15 over my shoulder. Yeah, Solo yacker does that down in Florida. I,
7: Not I, a bad I, idea. I, I was just going to say that, that's an awesome visual. Think about it. The guy, suit and tie, but I'm still 2A. And make sure you have a sidearm and, and have that thing strapped. Well, what what image is that going to put? You know what I mean?
0: What would happen if we had guys like uh um uh shoot, I just uh just drew a blank on the Rob Pinkus is a pretty snazzy. Ro- Rob Rob Pinkus yeah, usually wears a yeah. suit. So does uh um Eric Pratt. Is it Eric Pratt from GOA? Is that his name? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. Just imagine Rob Pincus, Eric Pratt, you know, speaking on a podium at rallies in their suit and tie, um, with a sidearm and uh and a rifle slung over their shoulder. That'd be cool.
4: Uh, you mentioned the Richmond rally. The the video clip that sticks in my head is the reporter talking about how there's all these white racists and white nationalists at the Richmond rally in the cameraman's hands, and there's three guy three or four guys standing behind the reporter with pro gun signs. Three or four black guys standing there <laughs> with pro gun signs. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, worst white supremacist <laughs> rally ever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you know, we're talking
7: about carrying a 50. Okay, just uh, let's look at this scenario. What's the standard carry for the military for a two two three five five six 220 rounds? Carry carry 220 rounds of 50 BMG on you and tell me how much that weighs.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Okay, next question. This will probably be our last one before we uh, before we wrap things up. Um we've got some others that we're not going to get to tonight so we'll we'll uh, definitely have to do this again on in future installments so probably the first chat of the month we'll just make that the uh the the question and answer the the advice chat. Uh last question here, what is the one firearm fundamental skill you think makes the most difference in pistol marksmanship? Grip, trigger press, sight alignment. Uh the question is um not only which one do you think makes the most difference but why and which one's the hardest to get right uh, and, and it might be something else it could be stance it could be you know maybe something that's not listed here but the as far as the fundamentals go what's the what's the 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 thing that makes the most difference and the hardest
3: For number one, I'd I'd have to say trigger press because if you push or pull, that shot's going to be off one or two inches, which is going to be amplified as you go further out distance wise. I think combination of trigger press and grip. I think that's where it all that's where it all comes down to.
4: It's a combination of all of every all the above. Um, Any one of those things, if you're off, can affect your shot. Another one that wasn't listed is keeping both your eyes open. how many times have you taken, seen somebody new go out there with their gun? and They pull the trigger and they're jerking their eyes. and They close their eyes. For, you know, keep your eyes open and maintain proper grip, proper trigger pull, all that, if, all of the above. Right?
7: I I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Um, Rich, you hit it right. I see a lot of people go out there and they shoot and they 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 you know they're flinching their eyes, let alone their hands. Um. All of the above. I mean, uh, proper grip. Proper grip to me is. I, I've seen a lot of shooters that I show them the thumbs forward, better, better grip. You know, better stance, and they improve. Um, so yeah, it's a combination of all of it. Uh, God, it's 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 hard to pinpoint one thing. It's one of those things you got to go out and practice all of the disciplines. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah. This question actually came from somebody who I know is an instructor. And I think if this person were on the panel, uh, they would probably say the same thing. I think they just wanted to know what the what the rest of us would say, but I agree. And the uh, the analogy that I often use for such a thing is when you're driving a car, you have to be good at checking your mirrors. You have to be good at watching other drivers. You have to be good at steering and potentially shifting. You have to be good at running your blinker. You have to be good at, uh, not only accelerating, but breaking, uh, smoothly on both. And if you're good at only one of those things, you're going to crash. You've got to be good at all of them together. You've got to practice all of them at the same time. So the thing is, in my opinion, yeah, they're, they're all equally important. Um, the grip is important because if you limp wrist it, your your uh, if it's an automatic, it's not going to cycle correctly. Um, potentially, you're also not going to get accuracy then either. Trigger press the same thing. Sight alignment is key. Not only to know how to align sights, but also to know how to align your individual firearms sights because they're not all sighted the same. Sometimes you've got the six o'clock uh, hold with your your front sight post. Sometimes you know, you've got to go with, uh, uh, bury the target behind the dots. It just depends on how that pistol is set up. And maybe, maybe you need to change out the front sight to a different height, you know, to change your point of impact. Um, all of that is going to be equally important. If you slack on any one of those things, then, uh, you don't hit where you're aiming and that's not good. That's my opinion on, on all that. So, um, all right. We are going to uh wrap it up with that. Like I said, the other questions we will uh keep those for next month. So hopefully everybody will come back and join us. Uh the serious questions are great. I really like the fun ones. So again, if if you're not sure what I'm talking about, um you can do a, a Google search on this, but you can find um Jeff Dunham. It's from the Arguing With Myself special is the the one that I think the most people have seen where just the whole segment with Walter, but at the end of the segment, they're, they're doing Q and a with Walter. Um, the, the answers are hilarious and I really want these, uh, grumpy old men chats to, to be fairly lighthearted. We'll get into some serious stuff, but the lighthearted, I think is going to be a great change because the other weeks, you know, we'll get into some, maybe some heavy stuff from time to time. Uh, So, uh, so moving forward, we definitely want to see the, uh, uh, the lighthearted stuff come through too. um, next week, as long as everything works right, um, we're going to have another special guest. Uh, we should anyway, um, I think we're going to, we're going to get her on here, but we've got Erin Paulette, founder of operation blazing sword, um, <clears throat> and, uh, involved with pink pistols. So she will be on our chat next week. And what is the date next week? Seven days from the fourth must be the 11th, February 11th, 2020. Make sure you tune in to see Aaron Paulette. And if you want to learn anything about, um, operation blazing sword or pink pistols, uh, these are organizations that bring the LGBTQ. I lose track of the, the initials and I'm not meaning to be, uh, insensitive, but, uh, I can't keep track honestly, but, um, the uh, the people that, that are not completely cisgendered, heterosexual uh, males like myself still have the same rights that the rest of us do. And uh, they don't get oppressed nearly as much when they can fight back. It's a great equalizer owning a firearm, isn't it? So we're going to learn a little bit more about those organizations from Aaron next week. Make sure you tune into that. Again, if you uh, want to help, uh, help support us, and we will never turn that away. Excuse me a second. My voice is about to go. All right. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com slash Shooter and check us out over there. Um, that is the best way to, uh, to do that. If we can build up our Patreon, uh, support, we are going to have a few uh, monthly giveaways, but, uh, we've still got the echo dot. We have not given that away yet because I don't have enough, uh, support yet to, to justify keeping cool prizes like that going. So, so uh, that's going to be coming here sometime soon. We'll let everybody go through and uh, say good night. Duke Liberty had to uh, go be a dad. So uh, he had to leave us here a while ago. So we want to thank Duke Liberty for being on the chat. Go look up his channel. He's got some cool stuff out there. Um, the first video he ever posted <clears throat> was about making a Franken Glock where he swapped the slides between a a Glock 19 X and a Glock 45 um, slides and magazines swap those around. And uh, I had, I, I would never believe that that was the first video he'd ever made. If I didn't know it, uh, it's better than most of the things that I do after a couple years of doing this. So go check out Duke Liberty. He's going to be awesome uh, as, as uh, a video producer. Uh, we also lost budget guns and gear review because uh, he had to go do some family stuff, I think. So, uh, thanks to both of those fellas for being here. We'll just go back down the line here. Double uh, A, you were in here last, so we will let you go first to uh, sign off and say goodnight.
7: Uh, well, I'll start with my my classic line, peace to all, stay 2A strong. Hashtag, everybody hashtag 2A strong, capital letters, 2A strong. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, it's good being here thanks for the invite always good came in late um uh you know something guys we look around at all the crap that's going on and it's like how how deep is this gonna go you know what i mean so i'm 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 just happy that all of my friends here and everywhere else are paying attention to what's going on and are starting to stand up and go, I don't think so. Other than that, check us out, YouTube, GunStreamer. That's about
0: it. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for being here. All right. Mr. Gizzard, Gary, we will let you go next.
6: Hey, thanks for the invite. Uh, Check out my stuff. I may have a video coming out tomorrow. Definitely going to have a show coming on Friday night, foul Territory, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Be there. And uh,
0: thanks for everything. Give them the bird. Give them the bird. All right. Next up on the list, we've got Obnoxious One. Can Can I go full
2: on grumpy and address the issue out in the chat?
0: What issue out in the chat? Let's
2: hear it. The video that is going around <clears throat> that the police are going after a red flag whistleblower. Okay. Can I go full on grumpy on that? Um, Yeah. She perjured herself to go after the cop who shot her son, who suicided by cop. She went in and filed an ERPO on him, claiming that she had a child with him to get him red flag, so his guns would be taken away. Stop sharing crap like that. That does not help our cause. Whiskey Warrior and her are not the hill to die on.
0: Yeah. So no people kidding.
2: just stop.
0: Yep, I would agree with that. Um, and thank you for
2: having me. Check out yeah. my channel. Check out my Instagram. And I'll probably still be grumpy about this. Orange yeah, man. Just,
7: just, just look for the orange one. You'll
0: find orange it. man obnoxious. <laughs> All right, Rich. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Rich White this week unloaded.
4: Yeah, we're not going to have a show this week because I'm not going to be home. going to be in Harrisburg or on the way back from Harrisburg, one week two. So there will be no This Week Unloaded this week for a second week in a row. Sorry, folks. but, but Last weekend was Super Bowl. My son decided he was going to have a Super Bowl party. With it, so we couldn't do it then. So we couldn't do it this week as trying to do a Super, uh, you know, have the Super Bowl on with a bunch of uh, late teens, early 20s in the room at the same time, just that one. You know, it, it, that wouldn't work. So we're not able to do a show this past weekend. And like I said, we're going to the Great American Outdoor Show this weekend coming up. I might have some pictures or maybe maybe some video clips from there for the channel. I don't know yet. But keep an eye on maybe on the Instagram or over on the Unloaded Media channel for that. Right now what I do have over on the Unloaded Media channel is my Pop-Tart video that I did for a, as a response to Squibb's Pop-Tart video about the zombie apocalypse pop tarts so if you want to go over there and check that out and obnoxious is right quit acting like this woman is some kind of crusader for gun rights she's not it was purely is a pure vengeance move she got busted she got what she deserved
0: alrighty uh Travis p11.
3: Yeah, man. I appreciate the invite. Always had a lot of fun. Always have a lot of fun coming here. You got a lot of great topics, great discussions. I think we can learn a lot from these episodes. So thank you. Subscribe to everybody on this panel and uh check out my channel, Travis P11. Otherwise, I got a little podcast I do on Monday nights called Caliber Corner at six o'clock uh central time. Got different topics every week, so make sure you check it out. That's it, man. Thank you.
0: You bet. Uh Squibload, he's here sometimes just to uh be the uh, the counterpoint to my point, and to keep me honest, he's a nice guy, once you get to know him, which is code for he's an a-hole, but you'll get used to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll either get used to it or you'll just stop talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I got home from work and fired up the desktop and went to uh, your channel here on YouTube. I'm still watching the Dr. Squatch commercial. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they make good soap and good commercials. So I'm not going to knock that, but uh, at least your advertiser is something that I actually buy. Well, that's uh, cool. Check the mail here. My new NRA membership card came in. Yay! Right on. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's a good show tonight.
0: Thanks for being here. All righty. And uh, out there in the chat world, we had a pretty good list of people joining us tonight. So. Uh, thank you very much to all of you who did make comments so we could, uh, we could see you and, and, uh, converse with you again. I normally don't do a lot of typing because I'm busy talking and I can't multitask. However, the best part of me is over there holding it down in the chat. Uh, so, uh, this is a a cooperative effort. Uh, we had out there Calaveras, uh, 32 special, Justin Gibbons joining us, guitar man, Pete rich white, Jay Brown, obnoxious one. 10X Shooters, Boob Sweat Leads to Pearl Necklaces, New York Outcast, Mike, George Washington, The Gun Snob, Travis P11, Duke Liberty, Grim 90, Hill Climb Ohio JB, Budget Guns and Gear Reviews, SS Pawn, Fine Ape Was in the House, Mystic Guns, Clint Torres, best screen name ever, uh, he's really hard to find sometimes, Seven Wonders, Blue Steel 44, Patriot in the dark, Travis T, Idaho Rogers, USMC blitz, Keith Gregory, Tim Foley, uh, Jason Stewart, kinky sphincter armament and axes, nine millimia guy that comments agorizer C4 defense dangerous freedom. Rich white is on here twice. Cause, uh, I guess you're just cool and Vash matrix. So again, thank you to all of you who showed up for the chat, Thank you to all of you who are catching this on the replay. If you couldn't make it live, uh, we uh, we leave these up here so you can find them down the road. And if you liked it, please share it. Um, if you don't want to support us financially, the best support that we can get is just getting us out in front of your friends. So uh, hit that share button and uh, you can you can copy the link to this. You can send it in a text message, an email, put it up on Facebook, Twitter, instagram or any of those things uh there's no there's no limit to what you can do uh if you can get a hold of the link for the for the podcast tonight so share it everywhere hit the thumbs up button let youtube know that uh that you do care about us so that they know that you don't want us going away uh if you want to throw money our way patreon is the best way to do it but we in no way uh expect such a thing but like i said uh, the money that we get, it doesn't go to, to our pocket or pay our bills. It goes back into uh, making these uh, these chats and these these videos uh, hopefully better and better all the time. So with that, uh, I want to thank our panel of grumpy old men. We didn't have any grumpy old women, but uh, maybe moving forward, we'll get a few ladies in the panel as well for these chats. It uh, would be great to have a little female perspective as well. Um, on behalf of Duke Liberty, Budget Guns and Gear, squibload Load, Armament and Axes, Gizzard Gary, Obnoxious One, uh, Unloaded Media, Travis P11, Sandhill Sweetheart, and myself. Thank you for joining us. We love you. This channel is nothing without you. Get off my lawn.